Fatality. Everybody, welcome back to Fatality, an MK Mortal Kombat retrospect. I am your Fluff Master Supreme, your co-host, Mr. Big Johnny D, and allow me to introduce you to my co-host. You know him as the DKB, the Doppelganger Kanga Banger. I like to call him the Saucy Aussie myself, Mr. Brody Kano Kane. Howdy, howdy, my mother liquors. Oh, what is up, buddy? How are you? I am doing well, Mr. All Johnny right. D. How are you, mate? I'm great. Um, so before we hit our first little uh, slice of dice here, uh, I'm going to say this is actually going to be, even though this is our second live episode, this is going to be our technically our third episode. We went a little ham last week um, and it was not by any intention of any mean. I think it was just Brody and I fucking we were just riding the train, man. We were liking it and uh, we just couldn't find ourselves to stop. So fuck it. So if you're looking for the whole audio episode, you'll find it. We split it in half. We ended at MK2. It was actually like perfectly at an hour and a half. And so episode two will be dropping. Was it Tuesday or Wednesdays, buddy? It might be Wednesday uh, my time and it might be yeah Tuesday for you. I, okay. So, yep. So look for the second episode for audio wise to drop this week on Apple, Google, all that good stuff. I haven't seen it on Spotify yet, but they're a little slower. So I'm sure it's coming. So Without further ado, sir, let's hit a little bit of that slice and dice. How you been, buddy? How you been for the last week? Yeah, been been pretty good, mate. Yeah, uh, traveling very well down this way. Um, just flat out at work as always. Um, nothing new there. It's quite boring. Um, I recorded a new show of Lights, Camera, Exploitation yesterday uh, with obviously the boss man himself, TJ Bowser and Nick Reese. Um, what movies so did you guys cover this week? We ended up covering uh, the first Mad Max and let's just say it's going to be a bloody doozy of an episode. I can't so, wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Um, there's some interesting uh, behind the scene facts that, yeah, we'll definitely uh, – brighten your day up i assume i'm still i still got to finish the uh the bird of the with the crystal plumage episode i'm about halfway through myself but very nice dude i'm excited i was actually impressed you chewed up through our episodes like in a heartbeat i was listen homie you uh you know man you you find a good podcast and i'm I'm not trying to like fluff up my boys by any means on this like but listen man you find something that's just entertaining and you just enjoy it the whole way through and yeah, man, I, I fucking just eat that shit like cereal on a Saturday morning, man. You know, <laughs> it's uh, at night. you're making me blush over here. Oh, hey, yeah. did you see that? Yeah, did we just glitch out? Or? We did a little bit. <laughs> I, think, I think we have some magical, uh, some magical sorcery working behind the scenes here. Oh, oh man. Dun dun dun! Very Bloody nice. Tricksters. Yeah, tricksters. right. Wow, sneaky, sneaky, yeah. sneak. So, oh, there we go. So, what else did we do this week, buddy? Um, yeah, I ended up receiving a couple of Blu-rays. Um, uh, Edge of the Axe from Arrow, um, and Jeepers Creepers from One Hundred and One Films. Um, Very so nice. Pretty keen to 
uh, watch them. Actually, sorry, I already watched Jeepers Creepers, but Edge of the Axe I have not seen yet. It's a highly uh, regarded fan favorite of Mr. Bowser's. So I'm yeah, I say he's been talking about that one for a while, dude, and I also have not watched it yet, but it is on the list. Oh, yeah. It, it, the front cover sells me every day of the week. The artwork looks incredible. Mm. Um, and finally, I purchased a Dream Warriors Daybill poster, uh, which is pretty rare. So that cost me a pretty penny or two, but it's totally worth it once I get that bad boy framed. And But that's about it, Mr. Mister Johnny D. What about yourself, mate? Well, sir, uh, let's see. What have I done this week? I recorded... Gordon Moore on Monday. Little uh, shout out to uh, Brody and I's other podcast. Uh, so pretty much, if you like actually what Brody and I do, or uh, for some reason like to listen to what we talk about, catch it. You can catch us on Mondays too. Um, <laughs> Brody's all you, dude. You can get the Aussie all over this network, dude. It's nice. I like it. But no, man. Um, I haven't watched the new movie, which is uh, going to be Hell House LLC. I'm saving that for tomorrow for this upcoming week. Uh I have been playing PS2 all week in preparation for this game or the, yeah, this game, yes. this round, I should say. Uh, I've been really doing, I mean, obviously, okay, given the same amount of time of an adult schedule, I can literally only play the games, you know, like here and there, but it was enough to get at least a little decent of a refresher on them because it's definitely been a few years since I've touched those. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, you're talking Armageddon come out in 2006, which we're obviously going to be talking about today. So we're going back a few years. Um, but it was fun. It actually ended up making me order. Dude, I went a little ham today on Amazon. So I ordered another new PS2, a, a PS2 wireless controller just because like me and the daughter now are playing the PS2 in preparation for next week. I actually ordered a new Xbox 360 controller because I have two other ones, but they're kind of beat. And, uh, well, you know, we're going to be talking about MK 2011 next week. So I got to be playing that a little bit, you know what I mean? Get myself warmed up and, uh, also got more MK stuff in prep for this, uh, our little podcast here, buddy fuck yes indeed i actually picked it. up uh yeah i picked up mk conquest the entire series on dvd and uh not that i'm making you watch it by any means this is just more of a me wanting to do it because i want to do it and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i'm gonna sit through the terribleness of it and i've I, listen man i've reached out to one of our other fellow podcasts on the network uh shout out to the big bad beetle bros um if you haven't checked them out, obviously they cover big battle Beetleborgs and kind of more like that Saban-esque episode uh, nature. Well, MK Conquest, in my personal opinion, fits right the fuck up in there in that shit, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that daytime or like that Saturday cheesy action show, but it's it, it's the animations are bad in it. The acting is bad in it, but it's it's still just so awesome all of it <laughs> absolutely this is that mad nostalgia rush it, listen man the fact that it actually gives us what we wanted in the first mk film and that's like the scorpion versus uh sub-zero fight as garbage as it was it's still like when you were a kid it was great but absolutely that's going to be another episode we'll be talking about so i'm going to say uh other than that man like i said i've been chilling this week been enjoying myself uh i did sign up for my vaccine shot depending on however everybody feels, but you know what? Yeah. Be doing that on this Friday. So 
if I uh, if I'm weird in a couple weeks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of uh, the COVID flu shot, I just uh, go back to Rick and Morty's Cronenberg world. Yes. Oh <laughs> yes. Well, sir, I think uh, without further ado, shall we do it? Absolutely, mate. All fucking right, buddy. So we are going to start today talking about. So we ended with MK4 uh, last week. And so obviously we're going to jump into the next generation of games uh, this week. And we are going to be starting with 2002's Deadly Alliance. You want to take it from the top, buddy? I can, mate, if you like. I would love to. I love you. So, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance from 2002. Our developers are Midway Games, publisher Midway Games, director Ed Boone, uh, producers John Podlesk, uh, Paulo Garcia, and Brian LeBaron, designer Ed Boone, programmers Michael Boone, John Greenberg, and Jay Boindo. I think I'm saying that correctly. I hope yeah, I be, be, Biondo? 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 I, I'm going to go with that. That sounds good. Uh, artist Tony Goski, Steve Baran, and Herman Sanchez. Writers John Vogel, Alexander Barantine. Composers Dan Forden, Rich Carl, and Vince Pontarelli. Damn it. Why are they going to have so many fucking last <laughs> names? <laughs> Dude. I can only imagine it's only going to get worse when we get to like next episode and we get into like the newer generation when you have a lot more programmers on ball. And some people might question why we do this. It's kind of a formula with some of our shows. I personally kind of liked it because you know what, man? Um, Listen, everybody knows who Ed Boone is, right? Like you play MK, you know who the fuck Ed Boone is. More than likely, you know who John Tobias is. Um, There's a lot of guys that you probably don't know. And but they're ones that are still have been with the series for a long time, and I feel like they should get their recognition. You know what I mean? Like they help make these games that we love, so we should definitely at least give them a little bit of a shout out. Absolutely. Um. All right. So with that, how about we give us a little? Uh, how about you give us a little breakdown of what we got in Deadly Alliance, Bone? So in the opening intro to Deadly Alliance, it is revealed that Quan Chi was able to escape the Netherrealm using the amulet he had stolen from Shinnok. He appears in a tomb containing the remains that are undefeatable army of the long-forgotten ruler of Outworld, known simply as Dragon King. Learning that it is learning that it can be revived, Quan Chi forms an alliance with Shang Tsung, offering offering him an endless supply of souls to return for him transplanting the souls to defeated warriors into the army. The two work together to defeat and kill Shao Kahn and Liu Kang, the two greatest threats of their plan. Unable to interfere as an elder god, Raiden surrenders his status after realizing that should the Alliance be victorious, Earthrealm is doomed. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Thank you for that, by the way. So... Before we get into characters and everything, man, you you obviously have played this game, correct? Yes. Whether you yes, played it in or whether you played it in order of like how it came out or whatever. Um. So obviously our breakdown there kind of gives you an idea, but man, you watch that intro video. You're coming from the last system we played on, so PS One, possibly N sixty four, right? So now you're on Xbox or GameCube or PS two, man. Everything's 
fucking just cleaner. You got these heavy ass, uh, you know, just the CGI characters are just so much better. Everything's nicer. And we get this crazy intro movie starting with Raiden. And as we know, man, every MK, who's the main boy? Who's the main boy of MK? Who's the big fucking Superman of MK? The Liu Kang. Fucking right, dude. And in not even two minutes into this game, they straight up kill off this motherfucker, dude. Like nothing. And there we all are as kids. I, I can't speak for you, man, but I was just fucking slack jaw, dude. I was just, holy fuck. They just did it. They killed off fucking Liu Kang. Absolutely. I was waiting for the day for that to actually happen. And when that actually happened, I was kind of at that mixed emotions of like, oh my God, I can't believe they fucking did it, but I could sort of see this day coming. So at the same time, I was a little bit, yeah, if they were going to at least right. kill him, do it like, like fucking, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I do understand that, but I, I, at the same time, like it makes so much sense that Shao, uh, Shang Tsung would have been just that sneaky at this point. Like, you know, what? like however he can get it, he's going to get it. And then yeah. right after that, they kill off Shao Kahn. Now we know they don't mm. kill off Shao Kahn, um, but obviously we don't know that now. So we're assuming, boom, they killed off fucking Shao Kahn. So boom, there's two of the biggest motherfuckers in this franchise just gone. gone. <laughs> and that's how we're starting out this fucking, oh, what do you want to say? This, this new jumping point, I guess, in the story. Yeah, like a new generation type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So... And let me just say, man, what what a like I can't speak. Like I said, I, I don't know how you felt, man, but it, it drew me right in. I had to know what the fuck is going. You know what I mean? Like it was instantaneous. Like this game already sold me and I haven't even gotten to the menu to see the fucking characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really wanted Dan Shang Song's life uh, really quick. I hear that. It doesn't happen like that. So no. So speaking of characters, buddy, how about we go down this list? See who we got in this game. Absolutely. Where are we here? Characters. So our new characters um, are Bo Rai Cho, uh, Draman, Frost, Hsu Hao, Su Hao, Su Hao, Kenshi, Li Mi. Mavado, Natara. Uh, so this is where Blaze from Mortal Kombat 2 sort of comes in as a secret character again. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get Mocap, which I fucking hate. Uh, he's, a, <laughs> he's a secret character. <laughs> um, that's, those are some words, dude, because I'm not. All right, keep going. Sorry, we'll go into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Malok as an unplayable sub boss. And but we have returning Cyrax, Jax, Johnny Cage, Kano, Katana, Kung Lao, and Quan Chi. Oh, and Raiden, Reptile, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Sonya Blade, Shang Tsung, Liu Kang is the cameo at the start, and Shao Kahn is a cameo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a little bit controversial there, but I do like where they were heading with the story. Yeah, and I mean like you know like we said in our little breakdown no tournament this time this is just full out 
this is just straight up warfare at this point, I would say. Um, or at least another another plot for takeover. I mean, obviously we di- we ditched the tournament in fucking MK3, honestly. You know what I mean? Like from that point when Shao Kahn came in, was just like, nope, I'm fucking doing this my way. Uh, but this was uh this was an interesting game. Um, we got obviously a lot better character models in this than we did in four. Um as much as we did love four, uh, graphically wise, we're in a whole new system, a uh, whole new era. We got better processors and everything. So I will read off the, uh, we'll add some additions here. So this is the first mainline MK game to go straight to consoles. It was never, ever released in arcade. Uh, so sadly enough, this was, uh, this was the start of a new era and four was the ending of, uh, of another. Models have been obviously greatly improved with the new renderware engine to which uh, that's what they use in the next two games following this as well. They, they stick with that and I feel they use they utilized it fucking as best they could. Absolutely. Characters now have three different fighting styles, two unarmed and one weapon based. So obviously the two unarmed we're talking about, if you are familiar, which I'm sure you are um, or if not are actually legit fighting styles uh we have from hakito to i mean johnny K- i love johnny cages because his just straight up is karate <laughs> like it's not even it's just what is just karate even you know what i mean like there's kickboxing there's motai there's dragon like there's a couple of ones that are, are different but you know borachu's Bar- got probably one of the funniest ones with drunken fist like you know what oh, i mean like fucking great don't even get me stuck. <laughs> Bo Raicho was an interesting character, that is for sure. I uh, I know a lot of people didn't like him, but as a fluffy man myself, I gotta say, I you know, I mean, I have a little bit of just a little bit more respect there, I guess, <laughs> or at least like want to try to use him. Uh, I will I will elaborate uh, later about his character. Well, no, go ahead, man. You have time. Oh no, no. Um, that don't worry he he's in my notes when we talk oh, about okay. favorite or unlikable characters and gotcha 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 okay so where were we in uh this is the first time since mk1 that we get mini games back so the fucking just delicious test your might which you know starts all the way to wood and goes from fucking diamonds still is going to make your fingers hurt that's back as well as the new and one of my personal fucking favorites test your sight uh, that was a that was an interesting little dynamic. I know it's some people didn't like it. I think I liked it the best because, um, well, when Kenshi did it, when you were playing with Kenshi, dude, he just fucking listened. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. And it was just like this. I, I, I don't know. Something about that just fucking made my day. And I don't know. It was just it was interesting because especially man, dude, when you got up to like six of those fucking bottles, just moving around, that shit got fucking nuts. Oh yeah. Your eyes were crossing like a motherfucker. I was nearly having a seizure body. (laughs) (laughs) So in deadly Alliance, um, it introduces a new conquest mode. So this helps, uh, to expand the storyline, like through like text-based, um, paragraphs and sentences all that good shit as well as uh pretty much it's a tutorial lesson for each fighter so you pick your fighter and i believe it was is it 10 lessons or 13 i was just playing it this week so i apologize but i feel like it's at least 10 solid lessons with your character like it will go up to like eight for like move set and then like it'll make you do a couple uh special move trainings all that bullshit and then we'll get into the whole the hardest part of those 
in my personal opinion, especially going into this, was the style switching combos. Yep. I don't know about you, man. I sucked at that. And it might have done just because I had him on GameCube. So GameCube, like the left, that left bumper to try to like, yeah, dude, like, you know what I mean? Like for some reason, it just did not want to fucking like ever like connect as good as you wanted it to. And that could have just been my timing. Um, no, I'm totally the same. I, I definitely sucked at Conquest. That's why I didn't really play it that much well, at all. Conquest was boring in Deadly Alliance, dude. Like, it, I didn't want to read, the, like, you read, like, maybe, like, two or three of them. You're like, all right, fuck this. Just get to the next training party. Like, just let me get through this. And in hopes, like, I think, because I can't remember who you unlock at the end. Um, it might be, was it Blaze in that? Or Blaze might have been in the crypt. But it was... Uh, it was a start of something that is uh that they go more into a fruition with and they do a way better job as we go yep and so the last little addition that i'm going to add here is uh deadly lines goes back to obviously the like hidden secrets kind of thing of past mks mk4 was kind of lacking in this they didn't really have anything where like secret characters were behind or they had like hidden messages um but this one brings back this introduces the crypt and the crypt if you've been playing mk man you know the crypt has been a mainstay since deadly alliance uh it's actually one of the things like i'm always like second excited about when i get a new mk game is to see how the crypt's gonna be yeah and so obviously in there you a huge graveyard and you can unlock characters outfits tons of extras including and i have to mention the amazing skit cooking with scorpion <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried downloading it beforehand, man, but it just, uh, oh. yeah, it just didn't work. So yeah, I, I was watching it, pissing myself, laughing this morning. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That was one of the ones where every time you throw up Deadly Alliance, uh, you had to watch it. You know what I mean? Whether it was when right before you started actually fighting, or after like you fight and you're just like, "All right, I'm kind of tired of doing this." Like, yeah, so. You go fucking, you go into the, the vault and start watching all the videos and all that good sh shebang. Uh, Do yeah. you reckon Scorpion in that video looked better than the one in the film that we got? In 95? Or are we talking yeah. 97's version? Uh, 95. I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm still a fan of the 95. Listen, the look yeah. of him, the fan of. I will fucking oh, yeah. shit all day on... Um, what they did with this fucking spear. Like I, yeah. no one will ever be able to make me understand why they would have done that. Like, I don't give a shit. It's so whatever. But <laughs> I guess they, you know, in my eyes, they, they wanted to make it more of like a hell spawn, but it's like, no man, he, he was trained before he was a hell spawn. Fuck off. Like, that's right. You know, I absolutely agree. I, I love the, uh, the original design in 95, but I just, when I was watching that video this morning of him trying to cook meat and cut it up, like just <laughs> anything, I was like, he's, he kind of looks a little bit better for some reason than the actual 95, um, film. I don't know. Uh, I mean, and don't forget about that sweet cake decorating too, you know. Cake decorating and shopping. <laughs> All righty. So uh, let's hit a little bit of uh, this BTS, buddy. Let's go a little behind the scenes. Absolutely. Um, so there was a five-year gap in between uh, number four and Deadly Alliance. Uh, we got MK stuff, you know, uh, cartoon 
uh, series, second movie. Uh, but let's say it wasn't enough to help the series at the time. Um, yeah. Because of lackluster uh, way the franchise was heading, you know, and, and, and the not so decent reviews of the MK mythologies, you know, MK Advance, MK Special Forces, like this was the, too much for Midway Games and it just brought the uh, resignation of the series created John Tobias as, as well as several other members in 2000. So, so yeah, this that's kind of um, that's kind of a kick in the nuts too. I feel like, you know, it's, especially the people that have been uh, rocking MK since the beginning, man. I mean, you've always heard about the team of Boone and Tobias, man. I mean, fuck, they, that's Noob Sabat, literally. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we yeah. discussed this last episode. And uh, yeah, man, once again, now end of an era. You know, like this, this is a, f- this Mortal Kombat is like the most crazy changeover in, in my aspect of like a whole series. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, if they lost that Boone, there wouldn't have been no reason to do it at that point. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he had a couple of his guys still there, but to see his main bro, the main art designer, go away, uh, it's just fucking crazy, man. Absolutely. And you can definitely tell um, with the creative changes in the game, you, you just know it's not like the originals. Like, to an extent, like, right. you just know there's something not right there. There's a little thing there. And And what's weird is, like, I mean, this one could be questionable. Obviously, it's a huge change up. Um, some people regard this as this this is potentially the worst in the series. I would completely disagree. Uh, some people say four. Um, I just I don't you know what I mean? Like four was still its own thing. And but at that time, I think they also knew it, it was starting to fizzle. Like you just mentioned with. Yeah, we got the animated series, we got conquest, but you know, even if you're an MK fan, you could love shit wrapped up in MK, but that doesn't mean it works for everybody fucking else. Dude. You know what I mean? Like I'll watch it hands over, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, man. It, and it's sad to see it change. Um, but as we continue this episode, we're going to see, obviously midway is going to, this generation is kind of what does it for Midway. And obviously we'll get there at a later point, but you want to continue on there, buddy? That I can. Uh, while the endings of this game followed most MK endings, where good triumphs over evil, it was shown in the next release, MK Deception, that evil had actually won and the deadly alliance was successful. Yeah, I do like oh, that. This game I is guess. dark. This game is dark as fuck, man. We we lost um, our main we lost our main hero and villainy one like <laughs> that doesn't happen much, dude. Imagine if like the new movies like that we come out expecting Liu Kang to be this hero, and then Cabal just fucks him up. So okay, we're gonna side note on that real quick. I think, Sorry, it, yeah. and that's no no no, you're fine. Um, you've seen Scorpion's Revenge, right? Yes, yes. Obviously, they retconned that Liu Kang didn't win that tournament. And that was supposed to be yeah. the first tournament. Technically, almost Scorpion won it. Um, so it's possible. Obviously, I think we're going to see Cole Young at the at the front of this because they're just leading. Dude, unless, unless, this would be fucking insane if they pulled this, dude. But being Mortal Kombat Universe, and this is actually the perfect game to bring this up. Mortal Kombat does not give a fuck about killing its characters. 
No. At all. And the director's already stated he wants these he wants these deaths to be meaningful. Yes. What if we get all this lead up for Cole Young just for have like and we like end up loving him just for having him to get like killed off at the end or something? <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? I'm not saying it's out of the it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. You know, maybe, but I don't know. Simon, mate, if you're listening, we hope these uh, theories are true. Um, it would be great to see you just murder these fucking characters off left, right, and center. I, I'm yeah. actually thinking. I'm actually thinking Sub Zero is not going to make it in this film. I mean, no, I don't. I personally don't either, man. I think. I think they're setting it up for uh, Noob, and obviously potential sequel. And uh, yeah. But yeah, all right, we'll get that. We'll get to that as we uh as we get closer to April 23rd. Yes. So Absolutely. let's see. This was the first game to introduce the Red Dragon clan, which is obviously Kano's clan rival of uh you know black dragon descent. Deadly Alliance standardizes the alternative outfit. Every character actually has a specific second costume instead of just like a modified first one like we got in the other previous games where you might just get a darker texture tone of that person you know that particular character let's see where else so what else we got buddy um the song immortal was written and recorded by the band edema as a special tribute to the game as included as a special feature to the content section of the game there's a sticker there she is <laughs> fucking ruining the front of my goddamn Mortal Kombat game. No, it's all right. It's, it's a, it's not a bad little song, dude. It's definitely uh that 2002 new metal fucking, you know what I mean? Trying to ride the Papa Roach train a little bit, but Hey man, teach their own. Yeah. Right. I guess they re-recorded it too, back in like 2013 or something. So I'll have to listen to the re-recording sound see if it sounds a little uh, different. Oh, fuck. I'll have to actually tune out for that. I've never heard it before. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only MK uh, to not feature a tower or ladder. Correct. So in this one, we get a weird, uh, it's like around the world, and it shows like obviously little like island-based things like that where you're going to be fighting with the, because in this, we get, once again, not that we didn't, we got 3D arenas in our last game, but like we mentioned in our last episode, they weren't utilized to its proper, what they should have been. This one fucking does it and it does it right. So yeah. now we got all these new arena base. So it kind of wants you to give, give you a nice little overhead to see what you're about to be fighting on, which I kind of like. It's something different and unusual, but yeah, it works. And... Only this is the only MK game to not feature Liu Kang as a playable character, as we have touched mm -hmm. upon mm -hmm. numerous times. Just to put that in your head. Nope. He is motherfucking dead. But that doesn't mean shit in MK. And we'll get to that in a little bit. That's right. All righty, buddy. So time for our questions. And it's perfect because we're actually hitting right about 32 minutes right now. Ooh, so, sexy. yeah, we'll fly through these and we'll hit on to the next one. So first time you played it and what did you play it on? Um, well, I played it on PlayStation 2 at one of our mate's house, um, but he basically cock-teased me, though. Oh. He was like, I've brought the game, but I'm, I'm going away for a week, so you'll have to wait a tad longer. And my heart sunk right there and then. So if you are listening to this, oh. I'm not going to name you, but you know who you are. 
I don't forget shit like that when it comes to Mortal Kombat, mate. So, oh, that's fucking great, dude. Uh, what <laughs> about yourself? So obviously, I got mine on the GameCube. Um, however, it was actually not the first system I played it on. Um, my cousins got it a week before me, and they got it on the original Xbox. So the first time I played this shit. And they got, when I say original Xbox, they got the original OG Xbox, dude, with the Duke. Now, for anybody who doesn't know who the Duke is, the Duke was the original controller for this thing. And let's just say Big Johnny D's got some bear paws, especially now. Obviously, I was younger then. I don't, my bear paws weren't even enough for this fucking controller, dude. It is, <laughs> it's so ridiculously fat and heavy and just wide and very like just not ergonomic by any fucking means, dude. Um, <laughs> you could definitely look at that and look at what they got now and be like, wow, Microsoft was really like, you know, they stepped up their game. <laughs> they did re release the Duke a few years ago for nostalgia purposes. And I almost wanted to get one, but at the same time, like, why the fuck would I want to play with that? Like, maybe it'd be a little easier to use, but no, man, it was, uh, like I said, Xbox. And then obviously I, I crunched it mostly on GameCube because that was my own personal. So it's a perfect tool to be belting siblings with when you lose in Mortal Kombat. Oh my God. Right, dude. Especially because of them days, man, them bitches recorded, dude. So that's literally like, you're just <laughs> <laughs> fucking take them out. Or you can at least bolo their fucking legs if they're trying to run away. You know? <laughs> Get over here. Fucking right. Wrap dude. It around their fucking leg. Oh my God. All right, buddy. Like... Here we go. So favorite character of deadly Alliance. <sighs> well, I always like, uh, is a dra dragman. Um, oh, cool Draman. Draman. Draman, sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, I, I, he just had that zombie uh, wearing a hockey mask type look. Well, it was a samurai mask, I'm pretty sure, but it just yeah. it looked like a hockey mask when I was a kid. It was something weird, yeah, because it, it had like the little – I mean, yeah, it pretty much was a samurai mask. like. But, yeah, if, and then, but if I wasn't playing him, it was more so Sub-Zero, like the old faithful. But, yeah, no, nah, right. Dragman's overall design looked fucking sick. Not to I mention like the fact that he looks like he's wearing a fucking diaper and he's got a club for him. <laughs> like, he's a fucking weird character, dude, and he's he's definitely an interesting – he's an interesting addition, and I'm kind of sad we actually didn't get more of him. Like, I know oh, yeah. he um, he was an Oni uh, – or, no – no, I'm sorry. Because um, Moloch, they're both Onis, I believe. If I'm, I hope I'm saying this right. Anybody watching this, they're going to be like, what the fuck? You're wrong. Um, <laughs> because obviously, like, most of the time, Moloch was the sub boss. But every once in a while, I feel like Draman was either right before that or he actually, like, sometimes they swapped him a little bit. Uh, yeah. It, I, I, it's been, like I said, I, I dabbled a little bit this week, but I never even actually, like, completed ever a tower. It's just, all right, I do a couple fights check out the crypt a little bit, you know, refresh the good old memory. Absolutely. But, no, great character, dude. Uh, interesting design. Um, fantastic. So favorite character for me. I mean, I love all the classics, but dude, I almost have to go. I got to go with, uh, it's a tough toss up, man, between two new characters. I'm gonna have to give it to my man, Boracho though. Uh, only because only because dude he's got the fucking stupidest moves ever of vomit slip and fucking fart 
and like thank you oh no i'm i am not gonna disagree that they are ridiculous <laughs> fucking moves and they're totally like i mean they're just really almost like ripping off from just being drunk and fat but at the same time it's like yeah well, whatever man just ride that train um but i feel like uh, my close like they're neck and neck dude but yeah, i also have yeah. to give it up to kenshi because i love kenshi as a character man. Yes. he's just i love his design I love his backstory. Um, yep. We got our, I would almost say we got our like second telekinetic uh, character, obviously Ermac being really our first. Um, but no, man, he was just a cool design and I'm glad that they've kind of kept him throughout the story and stuff like that. Like they did him justice in MKX, but we'll be discussing that next week and shit. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, man. So definitely, I'm gonna say like like I said, Boracho Kenshi. It's a tie for me, but those are my faves. So going Absolutely. off from that, our worst or least favorite character of the game. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Well, well, where to begin with uh, Boracho? Boracho. Um, you know, like I, I at the time I didn't really understand until now like what they were trying to do with his character like obviously i uh, back then i was like you're a washed up bum and, and and like i played with him once and this is probably half the reason why i don't really like him because i got absolutely smoked like his fighting skills to me were a bit mediocre and i don't know the the body slamming and poking people with a stick just didn't work really well for me i guess but um i understand like they're trying to lighten the mood and make a comedic character um right like yeah they, it was yeah it was definitely over the top dude i'm not gonna <laughs> like, yeah fully agree yeah, exactly yeah um, like i'm not gonna say like i'm not gonna really really shit on his character but that to me, yeah, I just didn't really like what they were trying to. He, he, he was just basic. He, he was just a very simple character design. I felt obviously, and I'm looking for that fucking, you know, what's this guy got in power terms or weapon wise, and then yeah, I don't know. He to me is a bit of a double ended sword. There's some times where I like him, and well, probably majority of the time where I hate him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I like him. I I enjoy that they make him better as the series goes on too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'll fully admit this is not his best iteration of him at all. Yep. Like dude, but NKX man, I loved him in MKX. Uh especially his fucking uh Bojitsu fucking oh dude it was great. Um so yeah I'm gonna say you know what I'm gonna have to say for me personally is Suhao. And yep for one, I mean, okay, yeah, he's opposite of Kano because he's different clan, you know, different dragon clan. But he literally is like a ripoff of Kano. Yes, but yeah. like he looks like he should be at like going to like a eighties BDSM club. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I don't know what's going on with that little fucking leather hat. And but yeah, dude, he's definitely into some weird like German spanking shit. And <laughs> he looks like one of the village people, let's just say. Dude, so, yeah, right? Like, what was uh, what was the police academy where they go into the gay bar, dude? And uh, they start fucking playing that cabana song. Like, that, Suha would have been in there. He would have been right at fucking home. Uh, Good to go. In his element. And uh, I, I think I would dare say I'm not off with a lot of people agreeing with that because you don't really see Suha come back up until we get the big one 
of where we yeah. get everybody. So that's right. All righty, sir. So we are on favorite level. Uh, well, I chose acid bath. Um, Very you know, nice. It's just a cool layout that's obviously different to the past uh, acid bath levels, but it, it just it has that tradition of keeping such an iconic level in the game, which I, I really appreciate. Um, so yeah, I haven't I haven't given it uh, given any of the other games uh, a favorite level to acid bath yet, so I thought I'd choose it for this one. No, that's fine, man. It's uh, it this one was uh. <sighs> These arenas were interesting. They, they, um, like the old ones, obviously, there's stuff in the background and everything like that. I, and I do love the Aspool. I think, long for uh, long story short, for me, dude, I might have to go with the, the Dragon King's Army, uh, tomb. Yes, um, that is a very good choice. Only because it's, uh, I like that you get to, you get to see the army all around it. You get to throw them through the different uh, statues that are there. It's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, there's no stage fatalities in it, obviously. Which you know, that's either here or there. Like, I don't always have to have a stage fatality on the stage. Um, and we're gonna get to that in the next one. <laughs> it would have no, been nice. No, it would have been. Um, but the fact that we still get like destructive things in the level works for me uh yep. some little edit, any extra added uh damage boost is always kind of nice yes. so from that sir i believe uh favorite fatality well well there, as much as i love the original kano fatality you know um that sub-zero possesses in this like he rips the full skeleton out of the yes. person I would have to go with reptiles, um, you know, just the acid spume that reveals the skeleton head. Then he eats the fucking head off the body. Yeah, I I thought that was cool. But to be fair with this game, the the biggest problem I had with it was the fatalities. We only get one fatality in this game for each character, and some of them are really bad. Like Quan Chi stretches a man's neck into a giraffe. Like I mean, you ripped a man's leg off and proceeded <laughs> to beat him death with his own leg in the previous game and that's your fucking fatality in this one that was right like, like what the fuck <sighs> that was upsetting that was upsetting dude because as as brutal as he fucking was dude like oh. I, yeah they, they they like just like nerfed the fuck out of him man like it was ridiculous <laughs> oh i was gutted when i saw that um that's a good fatality, dude. I think myself, I'm personally going to have to go with scorpions. Uh, and that's because he gets the, he finally uses his spear in his fucking fatality, dude. Yep. And it was one of my one's favorite ones to always uh, pull off. And it was just, yeah, that fucking right through the fucking head. But we don't get the instant fucking like pop off, dude. He's got to yank at it a little bit, dude. And for some reason, I feel like just that he's got to work at it is what sells me on it, dude. It just makes it a little <laughs> bit more like kind of fucked up. But yeah, I'm gonna have to give uh, I'm gonna have to give mine a scorpion for this one. Yeah, that's a great fatality. All righty. So, all right, bud. I think we're we're done with uh, this. Our final thoughts on Deadly Alliance. Yeah, odd. You know, look, I um, look. I don't mind the game at all. You know, especially after a five-year wait. Like as I said, I was disappointed with the fatalities. Um, uh, but you know, like 
having the fourth game being so close to me, like I just expected this to be a little bit more. I, uh, you know, um, obviously where they took it with the 3D world, whatever it is that they wanted to do, you know, it's something different. Obviously, they kill off Liu Kang in the start. Right. I, I, I appreciate what they were trying to do, but it just there were moments in this it didn't feel like an MK game to me. I'll still play it any day of the week like and i still like the game that but they were just a couple of little things that i didn't really like about it but yeah overall it's still it's still a good game all right man uh i agree it was um it's not my favorite mortal Kombat. it's not my least favorite mortal Kombat. it was it was it was just a different era um it was I feel like it definitely breathed some new life into the MK franchise, obviously, like, because everybody was talking about, dude, there was just such a lie, like, just such a crazy hiatus. And then I just remember all the buildup of, like, these potential, like, new characters. Like, dude, like, they were going to call Kenshi blind Kenshi, and they were just like, well, that's kind of fucking redundant. Everybody can see he's fucking blind. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> obviously, they got to go through the drawing board and stuff. I think, like, Johnny Cage was actually one of the first characters uh revealed because i remember them like showing like the back tattoo and shit like that but all in all man i think it's a fun game um i think it was a good starting point for them uh to lead to something better after the fact and yeah i i mean like i said it's not my favorite but it's not my least i i was i've been enjoying playing it all week man so Yep. If you haven't got, if you haven't played it ever, or if it's been a long time, I suggest going back and uh, just giving a little bit, give a little rehash. It's not as bad as you remember. That's right. All righty. So on that note, we are going to switch it over to Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat Deception came out in 2004, 2005 on the GameCube. Um, developer Midway Games, publisher Midway Games, director at Boone, producer John Pl- Pod Lassic, I apologize if I murder that name. Uh, we're going to probably do it a few times. Uh, designers, Ed Boone, Paulo Garcia, and Brian LeBaron. Artists, Steve Baran, Martin Stoltz, and Pav Kovacic. That's yeah. got to be Russian or something. I have, <laughs> I have no idea, though. Kovacic? Sure, I'm going to go with that. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to use that for a name for a creative fighter. That last name. I like it. Kovacic. Uh, John Vogel for writers. We got John Vogel, Alexander Barentine, John Greenberg, and Brian Chard. And composers, we have Chase Ashbacker, Rich Carl, and Brian Chard. So you want to uh you want to give a little breakdown on this one, buddy? That I can. Excellent. In the end events of Deadly Alliance, the duo faces off against the last standing protector of Earthrealm, Raiden. With his forces exterminated, he makes his last stand and is ultimately defeated by the two sorcerers. With that, the Deadly Alliance quickly turns on each other, finding Quan Chi to be the victor. However, it is short-lived as at that moment the true Emperor of Outworld reappears, Anaga, the Dragon King. Raiden regains consciousness and joins together with the Deadly Alliance to try and stop this new threat. However, even the mightiest attack had little to no effect on the Dragon King. Laying waste to everything else around him, Anaga's quest is to find the commit. Fuck, <laughs> you're good, buddy. Commit, commit, commit. Fuck, I can't even say it. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Where the hell we go, but Kamidogu, Kamidogu. Oh, the Kami. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So this was the Kami Dogu. 
Kami Dogu. The Kami Dogu. Those were, yeah, they were, um, think of them like, if you're with it, obviously the Marvel, think of them like the, uh, the fucking stones for the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Pretty oh, much. True. Yeah. There are a bunch of relics that he needs to find that all combine to the Kami Dogu. I think I need to go back to school and learn how to fucking read. <laughs> Yo, man, they throw some uh, they throw some weird ones at us in here, so it's all good. Absolutely. Well, anyway, the Kamadogu and destroy all the realms. Yeah. All right. So, Deception had one of those intros, man, and I can't. I don't know about you, but I when that shit came out, I was over at my buddy Zach's house. It was me, my buddy Artie. Uh, and my buddy, Na- we picked up a buddy Najwan after we've already watched it five fucking times. We didn't even play the fucking game, dude. We just watched that <laughs> intro and fucking sat there at the edge of our seats too, just like, <gasps> like we thought Deadly Alliance fucking like made us gasp. But this intro was fucking, dude, it was, it was everything. It was great fighting, great fucking setup. I, I mean, all the warriors are fucking pretty much dead. Like, what a fucking crazy concept, dude. Like, here we are. Evil is one. And then Raiden gets killed. Like, not killed off, but Raiden gets taken out right in the beginning. So who the fuck do we have left? We see the Deadly Alliance turn. They, you know, Quan Chi fucking victors out that shit. But then we get Onaga. The presence of this motherfucker walking in in that cutscene, dude. Like we fought Shang, we fought uh, fucking Shao Kahn numerous times, and Shao Kahn's a fucking baddie of baddies. You know what I mean? But here's fucking Onaga, dude, and he's just got this presence of holy fuck. And the fact that we get Raiden, Shang Tsung, and Quan Chi all teaming up in effort to try to stop him, and he literally just fucking flicks their shit off like a fucking mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> and then Raiden's suicide and the fact that Raiden's suicide bombs and then comes back like dark Raiden is just holy fuck, dude. Just phenomenal. I still love that intro cutscene, dude. Like to this day, one of my favorites always will be. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking gnarly. I remember that shit going down too. And yeah, like you said, when Raiden just suicides himself. Does absolutely fuck all to the man. Yeah, he literally like, just gets up and just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like right. Who oh the fuck's gonna God. save us now? Fucking a dude. All righty. So as we always do with our games, we're gonna hit our character list. So we're gonna start with our new ones. So our new characters are Ashra, Dairu, Darius, Havoc, personal favorite, Hotaru, Kira, Cobra, Shujinko. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and Onaga, who's our boss. Who do we got returning, buddy? Uh, we have Baraka, Bairaichu, Ermac, Jade, Cabal, a fucking favorite of mine, uh, mm. Kenshi, Lemi, Liu Kang as a zombie, Melina, Nightwolf, Noob slash Smoke, uh, Dark Raiden, Scorpion, Sindel, Sub-Zero, and Tanya. Yeah, buddy. And to answer TJ's question, I'm a, f- you know what? I do both because I play controller on console, but obviously arcade back there, I play the stick. So, but no, I don't have an, an actual arcade stick for my Xbox or anything. I always wanted that Mortal Kombat one in, uh, from 2011, never picked it up. 
And so uh, continuing with deception for exclusive characters, we have Goro and Shao Kahn on the GameCube. And then on the PSP version, which was actually called Deception Unchained, uh, we had they added Jax, Katana, Frost, and they brought back Blaze. Ooh. Yeah. I never played it on PSP. I was uh I think I got rid of my PSP. Actually, you know what? I got a PSP actually way after the fact. I don't just I just think I never found to pick that one up because Armageddon was already out, and I think maybe even like maybe I'm because I, I picked up PSP late so maybe the new one on 360 which would have been 2011 came out yeah so it wasn't really anything like I was just like yeah I, I don't I don't want to play that <laughs> not worth it not worth it that not at that point not at that point like now as I uh am super nostalgic for all my shit absolutely dude I'd probably play it in a heartbeat if I had <laughs> so what kind of new additions we got to this game buddy so we have uh, Deception that brings uh, new interactive stages uh, with level transition, uh, breakable boundaries, and new death traps, meaning stage uh, fatalities, which I'd love, and uh, the, that can kill you instantly. So and nice little addition and to the when we say instantly, it's fuck it, dude. That, I, don't remember oh, the, I don't know about you, man, but the first time that shit happened, dude, I... Was not expecting that by any fucking means, dude. And that shit can that shit just ends the match like that. It's very abrupt and just like, oh, oh okay, all right, let's keep going. <laughs> I remember like just mashing the pad one day, and I accidentally threw someone uh, into like a fucking meat grinder, and I was like, yes. what the fuck just happened? And dude. they and then they like spit them on the wall. I was like, this is the coolest shit ever. Now I only remember <laughs> those fucking buttons, <laughs> dude. It was uh. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting, man, and it it had a lot of them um, that were just very. It, it, I don't know, man. Like they were just very shot. Like what was the one? Um, and obviously, we're gonna get this one more question, but it was the one where like it actually broke apart as you fought. Like that one was fucking crazy. You know? Yeah, it broke it apart. Like and then there was, oh no, yeah, it was, sort of it like was, on a cliff. Yeah, it was like a weird cliff thing, and it broke apart as you fought, and it had these spikes yep. at the end, or at the bottom, sorry. And yep. the fucking craziest part about that, dude, was the spike went right through your fucking asshole, bro, out <laughs> your dick. And it was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, holy shit. Yeah. You were like slowly spiraling down yeah. on your fucking... Yeah, I remember that shit. What a fucking that way was awesome. to, What a way to go, dude. That'd be fucking <laughs> terrible. Oh, my goodness. Uh. I apologize. I'm just sharing out our live view right now. Um, oh, fantastic. So uh, Deception adds a serious long stay with combo breakers, giving you three chances per match to break the opponent's combo. Uh, personally, one of my favorite additions to the game. Uh, they kind of took him out with the newest one, which a little upset me, but, you know, they've been there for a while, so I get it. You know, sometimes... They, they didn't fully take them out. They just, they tweaked them. They changed them. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> well, I think some people were just getting so pissed because like they just fucking pull out these endless combos. But then like, if you're somebody who's, it could barely hold, like, you know, fucking fight for themselves. At least they could throw out a combo breaker to fuck their day up a little bit and get that chance. <laughs> so uh, the, the new added finisher, the Hari Kiri, Oh, the loser 
could off themselves before the winner could pull off their fatality. Yeah. I, I uh, it was cool. It wasn't something I did all the time. Um, but it is nice to be able to steal your opponent's thunder, man, especially if they just spank the fuck out of you and you yeah. can even touch them, but they're just, you know, if you were faster than they were at the input, man, you can get that shit and be like, ha, psych bitch, took myself out. Fuck you. It's kind of that one little, like, just that little fucking spite. It's just like, mm, yeah, it's no, I'm not. You. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm going to blue. It's essentially a blue ball. Like, really, like, you don't get that. <laughs> you don't get to get that fatality. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, the characters now again have two fatalities, which is a massive bonus for this game. Yeah, thank you for uh, listening, game designers, and going back to what you were you had beforehand. <laughs> yeah. uh, stage weapons are introduced that any character can use, which I think is awesome. Yeah, man, you get yeah. a couple of, like hammers and axes and shit. Like, I can't, I can't really remember. Yeah, was this the game that you could actually insert your say if your character had a sword and you insert it in their guts, they still bleed out from that sword for the rest of the uh, match? Nope, nope. So that was actually in Deadly Alliance, and I did, I forgot to mention that when we were talking about it. But yes, uh, they actually got rid of that feature um, because a lot of people were complaining about it. And what yep. they did is they got rid of that and they added in, I believe it was an actual, like they allowed you to uppercut with your weapon now, which was something that only a few people could do in Deadly Alliance and not the whole roster. So they fixed that obviously, cause it's fucking Mortal Kombat, dude. You, you got to uppercut, you know? <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah, that's just how that works. <clears throat> what else um, we got, bud? This is the first MK to feature an online mode. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get to try it when it first came out. I tried it, oh, I want to say 2006 is when I got to try it. Like, so Armageddon came out, and that's when we first got uh, actual internet. So I ran out and got the PS2 router, and you know what I mean? Like, instantly was like, let's go back through the options of, like, that was my first time online gaming on console, and it blew my fucking mind, dude. It was like, holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> now I don't. Now nobody even fucking thinks about it. Where it's just that's just a thing of life, though. <laughs> that's right. Oh um, man. Uh, also, Deception adds two new game types: chess combat, which is basically basic chess, and puzzle combat, which is like a Tetris slash super puzzle fighter. Yeah, that's a very interesting. That those two are very very interesting. It uh. Yeah, I don't know what they were. I mean, obviously they, they were just trying something different, uh, yep. and it's it's kind of nice to get added game modes in the games. Like, listen, dude, I love the fighters. I'm gonna grind on the fighter all the time. But think about just having a nice little like side game you could play, just to kind of like maybe give your thumbs a break or just like de-stress from like a fight you just couldn't fucking win. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't. I, I I think I fucked with like the chess like once or twice. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm not smart enough for chess, and I probably don't have the patience right. for it. The puzzle fighter was fun though. It was uh, you know, you get these sweet little chibi fucking MK characters that uh, and if actually you how how did it work? I think if you won or you got two panels cleared. In the amount of time you actually got to uh your character performed a fatality on the other one which was it was sweet you know what i mean like it was just an extra little like all right and who the fuck doesn't love tetris dude you know what i mean tetris is a good time killer right there 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice little addition to it. Um, definitely takes a little bit of a twist on the old Tetris. And I, from what I remember, is there like two snakes at either end and one can bite the head off the other? Like, say, if you win, it bites the head off the other. I think so. Yeah, I think it was. I, I I didn't play it at all this week. I should probably. Maybe I'll give it a little try uh, tomorrow or something like that. But, yeah, it's it was, it was fun. Like I said, it was it was just a nice little time killer when you're like, all right, man, we've been fighting for 30 minutes or an hour. Like, yeah, you know, let's do some Tetris. You know what I mean? You just kind of hang back, do that basic like, it's good shit. But and it also kind of keeps with the theme, uh, like we discussed in last week with uh, MK3, how they had uh, what was it, Galaga, I believe. Yes, I think you are correct. Right. So already we had a hidden game within one of the games. So I mean, while they didn't hide these per se i mean they're right on the back of the case um as i have right here uh let me see if i can get a little yeah where we go oh yeah i could say the yeah a little button but it was i don't know it was it was something different it wasn't i mean i didn't think it was a, a bad addition by any means yeah it was something different i like yeah you know, bring something to, uh, new to the table, which is not a bad thing, I suppose. No. And the chess was kind of interesting how they, like, kill each other off as they, like, moved across the chessboard. It was, it was kind of fun. Yeah, that is cool. But, uh, so what do we got some, uh, let's see, we got some behind the scenes here. So in Mortal Kombat Deception, the new conquest mode, as well as the dark prison stage, uh, Deception features nearly all of the characters from the entire MK series in some form or another up to this point. Um, yeah, that was it's kind of a nice little nod, especially if you've been a fanboy of the whole series, to just kind of see everyone, even if they're not in the game, in the game, you know what I mean? Just to at least see them referenced is kind of a nice, like, ah, oh, sweet. So this is the first MK game that actually has two human characters acting as your sub-boss, and that would be Noob Smoke. Um... Yeah, that was an interesting. He's an interesting character. I, I don't know if I really like the combination of noobs, noob smoke per se. Uh, but we can get to that in a little bit here. Katana was supposed to be in Deception. However, it would have changed the storyline completely. So instead, they left her dead and brought back Jade. Hmm. And they did that because, uh, well, Jade really wasn't in a lot of other games besides uh three so yeah so they want to give her a little love everybody thought she was you know she i mean I, you know we got her in two as a secret character and stuff like that but we could only play her the one other time so and uh yeah she was a great addition in this game actually she was awesome do you think uh here's a little side note for you buddy do you think jade because of her like power strip like you know how she's got the green glow very similar to cage Yep. Do you think that they're part of like the same ancient warrior race? Ooh. Like it's always been said she's been a, a Denian, which is fine, but maybe this ancient warrior race that Cage spawned from, maybe they spawned from Adenians, or you know what I mean? Like maybe they split off and some went into Adenia and some went to Earth Brown. I don't know. Like that would be a cool uh, backstory to actually elaborate on, like to find that missing link. If that, if it is true, like if, unless we create one ourselves. Well, it's just, it, 
I've always wondered that just because she's always had the same green glow, she practically has a shadow kick. I mean, they don't call it, you know what I mean? But it's, it's not the exact same, but I don't know. Like I just, I've always kind of wondered on that aspect and I could never really personally find anything out. So you could be onto something here. You could probably pitch this to Ed Burnham's. <laughs> like hey, hey, you never know. Never fucking know. <laughs> so some newer characters uh, were a play essentially on other established characters. So example, Kira is a mix of Kano and Sonya where Cobra has some of the move sets from Johnny Cage who is not obviously in this uh, game. So, and his moveset, when I say from, is obviously from Deadly Alliance. In France, this game was actually retitled MK Mystification. And only because <laughs> deception roughly translates to disappointment. And nobody wants to play MK Disappointment. You know what I mean? That's just... <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't sell you right from the <laughs> It's like playing Street Fighter shit house. Right. I kind of want to play that actually. I'm not... <laughs> that could be that be some uh, crazy fighting right there. Um and then so the last little tidbit here is the only character to die in Deadly Alliance slash deception, because obviously, you know, when I say that we're talking about the beginning intro, how they were mentioning how everybody's dead and some people who aren't dead or they have been brought back by Onaga in this game are under his control. Um, so the only person to actually return as a playable character is fucking Liu Kang himself. Ooh. And uh, he's a little, he's a little, uh, he's a little stiff in the uh, stiff in this one or a little grayer. I should say this is uh, a little first zombified. Yeah. Our first iteration of zombie Liu Kang. And uh, I loved it. I know a lot of people oh. did it. I fucking loved it. I don't know why. It was just dope as fuck, dude. It was, it, I don't know. It was just a different take on Liu Kang. He's kind of been the same for a while, I felt. So, I mean, if you're going to turn him into anything else, a zombie is a fucking awesome way. <laughs> right? I hear that, yeah. dude. All righty, buddy. So, I think it's time to hit our questions. <sighs> righty, righty, righty. Okay, so first time you played it, sir, and what did you play it on? Well, I played it on uh, PlayStation 2. I, uh, my brother brought it home uh, from school one day, and I'm pretty sure we sat up to like 2 a.m. in the morning fighting each other and, you know, trying to be quiet. And um, it wasn't until like uh, the old man saw under the door the light flashing so he knew the tv was on and he he came in dressed like old man clemens from billy madison and, uh, <laughs> told us to get our ass to bed so yeah now now that i think of it i'm pretty sure he hid the playstation on us after that too which is a bit of a rough time because we only got to play it that once for like the rest uh he, well we got, we got to play it that once and then he hit it for like the fucking uh week after that so yeah, that was a bit, bit shit house. But yeah, playing it with me brother in his bedroom for the first time on yeah, PlayStation yeah, dude. Two. So I am right there with you, brother, and I still have it. Band PS Two is my first uh, taste of deception. Yes. I remember getting that shit from fucking GameStop right after college, and fucking like I said, running right to my boy Zach's house. Popped up his PS Two, and fucking me and the boys went to fucking town, and. uh Dude, like I said, we watched that intro so many times that day. And then we got another buddy and we had to fucking show him. And we're just, it was one of those moments where like, you know, when you show on your buddy 
something that you really love and you're more interested in just watching his reaction than like the thing itself. So that's all we're doing, dude. And he's just squealing. Like he's just like, Holy fuck. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and oh my God, dude, it was just, it was great. Fucking uh, yeah, dude. And I never played it on any other system besides this. Um, so I can't just, I can't do the, uh, I didn't do the GameCube or like I said, the PSP or anything like that. So I never got to play any of the extra characters or anything, but it was all right. So going on to the next one, favorite character of Mortal Kombat Deception. Well, uh, like I, I really wanted to try and use other fighters at this stage. Um, so I used to play with Havoc. Fuck yes, dude. Yes, uh, I always liked his design and seeing that half skeleton face, uh, although that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, I always was able to control him very well, you know, when fighting. And I, and I, he kind of had a, like, he, well, he had everything, you know, from weapons to some pretty decent fatalities. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah, Havoc, uh, was my go to in the end. Like, um, yeah, now that I think about it. So, uh, it's it's funny, dude, because as many characters are on this fucking roster that we could both choose from, yes. I have to say the same, dude. Like Havoc was my dude in this game, and fucking I. that might be in a testament to Brody and I's love of horror. Honestly, uh, this guy is just a fucked up design, man, with the half eaten face, dude, and you know they they even the, like later on iterations, like actually half of his ribs are shown and shit on this side and. Dude, like the fact that he breaks his fucking neck for a move, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, dude. He was just so fucking weird. And it was perfect because the realm he was from was Chaos Realm, I believe. Um, And goddamn, dude, like, why haven't they brought him back? Like, what the fuck, man? Like, maybe he's just too crazy of a character where they haven't really been able to figure out how to integrate him back into the story. But I fucking love him, dude. He's got the craziest moves, the craziest fucking just everything. And then uh, like he even like he's he'll say shit, dude. Like when he's dropped off, the, like, OK, so case of point, he's dropped off the sky tower as he's fallen down. He's like, oh, man, this is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's fucking no. great, dude. But like, yeah, he's got that weird torso spin. He can like break his fucking Ah, oh, dude, like diving corpse. Yeah, I've havoc hands down, dude, for this game. Like, there was a lot of good iterations in this. I liked, you know, like Darius. I liked, but obviously Darius was a play on Jax. Uh, Cobra yep. wasn't bad. Cobra, I never knew the kind of Johnny Cage stuff for some reason that never like fathomed me. I just honestly yep. thought Cobra was, um, or at least personally, I always thought that there was that that was MK's play on like Ken from Street Fighter. Yes. Like he looked yeah. like it to me. You know what I mean? He had the blonde hair. He's in the karate gi. He's got like, he's got the crazy like punch and kicks, dude, that are like all on fire and stuff. Um, or could it be a play on uh, Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai? Well, there's also that. There's also that. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was also, uh, <laughs> that was what I was going to follow up with. <laughs> because obviously, dude, you got him flipped around, man. And he's got that Cobra right on his fucking white gi. Uh, yeah, dude. And he's not he's not a good guy in it either by any means. So nah. my only thing I didn't like is that they had gave him smokes teleport. Like, you know, I understand yeah. some moves uh 
Mortal Kombat gets better with that as they go along. Like they don't, they make sure nobody's got the same moves, but obviously in this day and age, they're still working with formula and shit like that. Um, still wasn't bad, but I always remember it was nice though. Cause he always had that weird, like deception. Cause he had that where you could punch forward and it was the flame punch, but then it was like the same kind of punch, but it was almost like scorpion or smokes where he went behind you and punched up in the smoky cloud. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, he was a good, he was like my runner up, but dude, havoc hands fucking down, bro. Like I want him back so bad. And and in, in either MK 11 or the next one, I don't give a shit. Bring him back. Ed Boone, bring him back. <laughs> oh, what are we on next buddy? Your worst character. So who is your worst character friend or least favorite character in this game? <laughs> is it bro right uh, again? it's <laughs> uh, fair, fair yes. if it is well i nearly had him as uh all three so but i didn't uh i look in this one right so this is where i talk about the double-ended sword this is a catch-22 for me because not only is he the worst character for me in this, he has one of my favorite fatalities, and I will talk about that soon. That's my and, favorite and you know the, too. I, yeah, I literally you know picked one. it. I had to, dude. I had to. Okay. I but saw her, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, yeah I, I just think they didn't really give him much other than a great fatality. Like, um, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. I, dude. Yeah. As, as bland as that sounds, you know, like, look. Yeah, I, I probably should go back and revisit playing him, and probably I'd probably appreciate him and find him a lot, a lot better, you know, now than sometimes that happens, man. Like especially as you like progress through the series, dude, and been playing it for years, man. Like, I mean, at least for myself, I know my play styles have changed up. Cage was never always my favorite character, dude, but in the last like few iterations, dude, I've he's literally become yeah. my favorite character, man. And my play style yeah. has changed to a more aggressive instead of like defensive. And yeah, man, if you get a chance, if you can, whether you emulate it or fucking just dust off the PS2, man, you should definitely give yourself a little treat on that shit. Absolutely. I'll have to uh, repurchase the PS2 actually, because it's back over East. Oh, uh, so, yeah, a shame. So what about gonna, you, mate? So worst character, I'm going to say, and I'm going to dig into the new characters here a little bit. I want to say like Dairu was, I feel like my, I don't know, man. I just, I hated his design. Yep. Like with his weird fucking half bald head. And um, <laughs> I don't know. Like it was weird. Like I almost want to say like him and Hotaru, like I liked Hotaru's design, but he as a character also kind of sucked. Like yep. his weapon was cool, but his, if I remember right, like his two uh, weaponless um, fight styles. I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't get them to flow right. I just didn't like them. Uh, and the same thing with Darius. Like, I don't know. Like Darius just seemed like such a, like a, one of those characters where you're like, wow, he made the cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, eh, I don't know. He's my Sue how of this one for sure. Uh, just nothing really particularly memorable about him. You know what I mean? Uh, nothing that stands out. Nothing that I thought was like even funny or like it was just kind of like eh, okay. Some weird other monk dude. Porn star. 
Well, that would be Darius. And that, yes. Okay. Sorry, so, Darius. No, no. Cause Darius's second fucking outfit, dude, is when he had like, that was Darius <laughs> yeah. Pimp in that second outfit. He had the sweet shades and the fucking little fro going on, dude. And oh, oh yeah. The glittery um, uh, flares. <laughs> but yeah, Dairu, Dairu was my fucking, I, yeah. I poop on him all day long. So on that note, we are at favorite level. Ooh, well, like we were talking about stage uh, fatalities there before, I'd go with the slaughterhouse. You know, it had that awesome, uh, it, had, it had a bit of a metal tone to it, you know, uh, whether it was the look of a horror scene, but e- even the soundtrack playing on that stage is like fucking just chunky metal riffs. I fucking loved it. And, right, and, you got and for the blood fact, flowing you know, and shit. Like, yeah, the blood flow, all that sort of shit. And, and, the, and the fact that you could throw your opponent into, obviously, the meat grinders, I mean, that's pretty fucking metal in itself. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it just, it, that was the one that just sort of come to mind firstly when I thought about the um, game. Absolutely, so, yeah. bud. No, that's, good. that's a great choice. Uh, I feel with mine, I'm going to have to go a little uh, – I'm going to have to hit the seven seas on this one, buddy. I'm going to go with the nether ship uh, interior. That was, I don't don't know why it was just cool being on this weird, like fucking slave victim ship that like you could just break through shit on the sides. And like, I don't know, man, it was just, uh, it was an interesting level. We haven't seen anything personally like this. And I think that that's kind of why I liked it. You got the shit creaking and everything like that gives you the, that nice, like sound, like feeling that you're actually like fighting on a fucking ship and shit i don't know something different uh yeah wasn't i mean obviously you know like we got returns of like the pit and shit like that which are all fucking great like classics i'm not gonna say you know anything on it like i don't think there's really any like maybe we should do a worse level like what's the fucking shittiest <laughs> <laughs> but actually yeah I can't. I couldn't even tell you. Tough because they're all pretty good. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, if they got a stage fatality, and especially in Deception, you got them fucking all over the place. Like they're great. Oh, you know what? The I'm so stupid. The fucking level we were talking about earlier is literally called Falling Cliffs. I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, a lot didn't pick up on that either. So you know, mine. But uh, Dark Prison was cool as well, just because, like I said earlier, uh, you got all the cameos of other characters in the prison while you're going around. So just those little tidbits are always kind of nice. I always like when you get cameos of other characters in the backgrounds. Uh, Nice little nod to MK2 there. So that being said, favorite fatality. Right. So I I think we're in agreement. I I think we already said that for this one. So go ahead, bud. So yeah, I, I I chose Bo-Rai chose uh, fatality by queefing flames onto the opponent, and to have him follow <laughs> up by saying, "Oh, that was a wet one." <laughs> Thank he you for putting it in the terms of queefing, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> for our Canadian listeners out there, um, uh, I think that yeah, I think you'd appreciate the term queef. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Just basically, as soon as I saw that, I absolutely pissed myself laughing, and I'm like, you know what, Bo Raicho, you've definitely stepped up a notch in my book after saying that. I mean, it, it, it's it's the fact that he says, "Oh, that was a wet one." 
<laughs> oh, that was a wet one. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that's fucking it, sounded exactly like it, dude. It, it's a fucking dude. He's like shooting a kamehameha of fucking farts. And that's it. I wish I had the video to fucking upload it, dude. If, if I had known you picked the same one, I would have fucking, I would have got that shit ready just so we could enjoy that together. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a toasty. It's 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 scorpions toasty with a fart. Yes, beautiful, fucking beautiful. That's a to quote Kano in the new movie. It's a fucking beauty. Oh man. <sighs> I'm so happy that we, you picked the same one. <laughs> That's great. Oh, it's so good. So on that note, our final thoughts on NK Deception, buddy. Yeah. Um, like uh, the last one, I had, a, I had a few mixed emotions about it. You know, it sort of felt the same as Deadly Alliance, but I don't know. Um, like obviously the graphics are improved in this one. Um all right. I will just mention the one thing that I didn't like about this game the most was the voice acting. Really? It, oh, to me, in like conquest mode. You're saying? Yeah. Sorry, in conquest mode. No, no. You got the story and the characters talking. I, I it just really hit an all time low um, in this franchise. It was, uh, it was, it's even it was, to me, it's worse than number four. Um, it was pretty bad. Had, yeah, it was extremely bad, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that we get our two fatalities back. I, I definitely think that that makes the game a lot better. The graphics obviously improve more. Uh, the characters that we get in this are pretty fucking decent. Um, yeah, overall, I, I really – I like this one a bit better than um, our uh, first one, uh, Deadly Alliance. So. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with that, buddy. I mean, the Deception – okay, so – and this might be a bold statement, but I feel like in the three in the three that we're covering, um, Deception was actually my favorite. I felt like they pushed the renderware uh, system to the max. Uh, you got a lot the character, like you just mentioned, character models were a lot cleaner. Uh, they had a lot more added detail. Levels had more added detail. We had a lot more shit going on. Uh, we have the involvement of some new game types, which is a good news, like not new spin, but you know what I mean? Like, a good addition to the game. Uh, and then especially with deadly lines and this one, they give you a fuck ton of content. We got the crypt back, which was uh, a little bit smaller, but they, you know, still fucking great. And you got online play. So yep. I'm going to say, dude, this is a great game where I'm going to shit Excellent. on it. Voice acting in conquest is god awful it's like they fucking just got any like i'm pretty sure brody and i could do a phenomenal way better job than what these fuckers did they're just like oh look my dog's over there can you help me like no like there's just just read this nobody's putting any kind of thought or emotion or fucking nothing dude it's just basic like a kid up at the front of the class reading a fucking paragraph that was actually better than the fucking game itself <laughs> thank you buddy <laughs> um and on top of that, even though I said Dairu was actually my worst character, because just because I, I just thought he didn't like bring anything. I'm actually going to like say one of the worst people in this game, not necessarily the worst character, but the worst people in this game is fucking Shujinko, dude. Shujinko's a piece of shit. If it wasn't for Shujinko, <laughs> this whole game would have never fucking happened. Um, because his dumb fucking ass fell for fucking Onaga's bullshit. He's the one who releases Onaga. He gets everybody fucking killed. And then he's got to clean up his mess. And he's kind of like pissy about it. 
and he's an old man by the time he fucking does it. <laughs> so not only on top of that, he doesn't even get original. He doesn't even get his own original move sets because he learns from everybody fucking else. So he's got like Scorpion Spear and fucking Sub Zero's Ice Ball, and you know what I mean, like. So well, like I like the idea of an old like an old man like Uber Master because that's like you know, especially if you watch old kung fu movies man like that's what it's all about you know what i mean it's just the old white guy's like oh like and they want i feel like they that's what they wanted with it and at the same time like i by the end of conquest mode i was like dude fuck shujinko he's a dick like i don't <laughs> like <laughs> I, those are my final thoughts on it dude great game i loved it um i thought it was like i said i thought it was the best that they did and then yeah Right after that, we're going to follow up with our next one here. Fucking A. And so just to let you know, buddy, we're at uh, uh hour and 24 minutes. Or, so we're getting close to what we were at, but I think uh, I think we can I think we can piece this bad boy up at uh 145. What do you think? Absolutely, mate. We'll, we'll I reckon we can it, fly through this. Yeah, we'll keep it through uh we'll keep it through this, especially cuz with Armageddon I'm not going to lie, and I'm going to break right into it. This was kind of like a cut and copy paste game to me of this series. But yes. All right. So Mortal Kombat Armageddon steel case. Yeah, baby. 2006 developer Midway Games, publisher Midway Games, director Ed Boone, producer John Pedalasic, designer Jim Ternina, Jay Biondo, Biondo, and uh, Nick Shin. Artists are Steve Brand, Tony Gosky and Carlos Pacina is back. What's up, buddy? Ooh. And uh, yo, man, if you don't know, Carlos Pacina is why mocap exists. He's the fucking man. he's fucking mocap. He was raiding behind me. Uh yeah. Writers <laughs> John Vogel and composers are uh Chase Ashbaker, Rich Carl, and Brian Chard. Take it away, buddy. The fury of Mortal Kombat has brought the realms to the brink of total destruction. Every single warrior has been summoned to take part in this last epic battle to where the biggest boss of the entire MK universe has been summoned to end it all. <laughs> Fucking A. So, okay. Armageddon. Armageddon, dude. Here we go. Armageddon, a.k.a. Trilogy 2. I'm going to call it that. I don't give a shit. It's, it's literally what trilogy trilogy was the end of that kind of era. And it gave us everybody and we're doing it again. So this is trilogy part two. Um, we, if you've been following along with us, obviously in every game so far, we've broken down the character list. We're not going to do that for this one because it's got every fucking character we have mentioned to this date in this game. However, I will give two mentions. We do get two new characters in this, and that is Taven and Diagon, who are brothers. And they are also the Taven is the main character of our new conquest mode. So on top of that, you get everybody back. You got mother, you got the OG seven, two, three, four. Dude, they got characters from four that we haven't seen since then. Kai, Reiko, fuck it. You know what I mean? Fujin's back, dude. Like, I love Fujin's design in this. Like, so I'm not I'm not gonna say like Armageddon's like completely shit, dude. There's a stuff there's a lot of stuff I liked about it and a lot of stuff I hated about it, too. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, it, it kind of felt like they'd uh, crammed like uh, too much into this game, I found. No, you're right, dude. And sometimes, I mean, we always definitely say it on our movie podcast for sure, but it doesn't, it it can correlate to other things in life. And sometimes less is more. Absolutely. Um, You don't have to have everything to make it great. You know what I mean? Like you try to, but then sometimes it's just, it's, it's, it's too much. It's just too much. And I'm not going to say, dude, it's not amazing to see that character select Serene pop up and just see all them motherfuckers and just literally being like, boop, boop, boop. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and you know what I mean? Like everybody gets their two outfits in this. It's great. A lot of them, like, especially like, okay, like Cage and a couple other ones. Uh, this is where I say the cut and copy or the, you know, cut, copy and paste. They literally just ripped them from Deadly Alliance through them in this. Same thing with Deception. Uh, very rarely did they actually like, there was a few new, obviously edits that we had to get from some characters, but a lot of move sets and everything were just transpired over and you're given the same thing. Um, but yeah, man. So with that being said, in our new additions, obviously in this, we get the crypt back. However, it's sporting a new look compared to the last two entries this time, uh, rocking more of a catacombs type look. So instead of your big open graveyard, it's just kind of like a rotational thing. You get all the little unlocks on the wall. It's it's okay. Another another area that just felt like we kind of went backwards on it a little bit. But, you know, maybe they wanted to change up the design. I'm not going to say like changes sometimes don't work, but sometimes, you know, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You got you to go shoot your shot. Uh, conquest mode also returns. However, this time offering a much more fleshed out story and gameplay. So essentially it's pretty much an MK God of War clone taking inspiration from shallow and monks, which dropped the year prior and, uh, giving the player up to a solid 14 to 15 hour, uh, game, which is fucking crazy, dude. If you think about it, that's a fucking achievement. That's awesome. If you can accomplish that. You, you just got two games in one without even knowing. I mean, you, you went in for a fighter and you got a fucking action RPG, dude. Like, it was great. Like, yeah, we had an RPG with Conquest, but that was just literally you issue Jinko running around fucking one punch and blah. Dude, this <laughs> shit actually gives you, like, it's great, dude. It's just like Shaolin Monks, man. You know what I mean? You get your high or you get your mid attacks, your heavy attacks, your powers, and, like, I, I played a little bit uh, this morning, man, and it was fun as fuck. Like, obviously, I, I couldn't put a lot of time into it. I think I played maybe like a solid like 25 minutes. But I could definitely see myself being like, especially when I get that new wireless PS2 controller on Friday or on Friday, Monday. I could definitely see myself being like, yo, man, I'm going to fucking uh, dive into this shit again, dude. It's been a hot minute. Fuck yeah. Hey, um, sorry, a bit of a little bit of a sidebar. Did, you, ahead, end up beating your, did you end up beating your daughter or did she beat you? So unfortunately, I do not have two controllers for my PS2 yet, so we uh, couldn't play. Um, but when we were doing it, this she was uh, she was watching me play, and she was asking if she could, and I was like, "Yeah, that's fine," because I had family over today, so I had to get cleaning up around the house anyway. So you know what I mean? It's a good way to distract her, keep her busy, and then I had to do my own shit anyways. So we spent like another like I don't know ten minutes making a creative fighter, which was kind of nice for me too, because then I could just kind of reevaluate that you know what i mean like uh reignite that a little bit and uh see that again because dude i haven't touched that shit since probably 
at the latest 2008, maybe <laughs> like two years after the game showed up. <laughs> um, but no, it was cool, man. And then I just let her do her thing and she won a couple, I think she won like three or four matches and she's like, daddy, I'm done. I'm like, nah, that's fine. Like, but yes, when Monday, when the new controller comes and then, uh, well, if she's still awake after the episode of Gormore, uh, her and I might play a little bit. So. It's on. It's Fucking on that right, Donkey dude. Kong. All righty. So, speaking still of new additions, and this is one of my favorite ones to date and will always be, <laughs> we caught Motor Combat. So, this is a Mortal Combat take on the be- other beloved MK series. That's right. Mario Kart. Players can choose from eight racers and five tracks in this mode and get a variety of power-ups such as boost, attacks, and as well as collecting coins for the crypt or create a fighter. Um, fucking great, dude. I'm going to see, see if we can get that little picture of Cyrax up there in his little nice. fucking sweet car. I know it's like blurry as fuck, dude. I'm apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So like, yeah, dude, like, Obviously, we had chess. We had Tetris in the last game. A full-on kart racer now. So now we have a 15-hour legit game, like action game, on top of a fucking kart racer game. A full kart racer game. (laughs) What the fuck are they doing over at Midway, dude? What the fuck? I thought we were playing a fighter. (laughs) Yeah, I think they're just losing their shit by this stage. Holy shit, dude. Like, and I love them. I love them both. But where the fuck are we going with this shit? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's one big shit show at this stage, I reckon. And I don't think I ever played it. I honestly don't think I ever played that um, one. The bit. motor combat? I think I, yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is this? L- listen, dude, if, if you if you do happen to do yourself that favor and uh, getting a new, or, uh, you know, getting a PS2 again, just give it a look. It's not a bad kart racer, dude. If you love Mario Kart, man, it's fucking great. I was playing it last night, dude, and the daughter came in and stole that from me, too. Like She was like, Daddy, what are you playing? I was like, Mario Kart. She's like, this isn't Mario Kart. I was like, you're right. It's better. I was rocking Johnny <laughs> Cage. It's not obviously better, but like, dude, imagine if like they actually stuck with this and that like turned it spawned into a whole different series. Like, <laughs> that'd be fucking nuts, dude. They couldn't do it, that'd though, be because crazy. I'm Right, because like my daughter was playing, and she, like I forgot that in the in that game type, they still had uh, level fatalities to where you could like fly off the thing, and then like you would actually splat against the fucking wall, and it'd break you apart. So the first time she did it, she's like, oh, "Daddy," she's like, "What was that?" I was like, "Oh, yeah, you just died." She's like, "I could die in this." I was like, "Yeah, don't worry, you'll restart." She's like, "Oh," and I was like, yeah, it's "Sorry not to let you down." Yeah, it's not exactly like Mario Kart. Mario Kart's a little bit more kid friendly there. But <laughs> no, it was fucking great. Uh, so next bullet point and possibly one of the best add-ons into this game, in my personal opinion, uh, is we get create a fighter finally joins the ranks of MK, allowing you to obviously fashion your own combatant with their own move set from a bunch of pre-made specials and uh, different character moves. And obviously you can make your own fighting style. You can name your fighting style and you can actually even create an own little bio from it. I never did that because I never wanted to sit there fucking typing out that kind of bullshit on a fucking that style. You know what I mean? It's not like you don't have a real computer, but uh, 
as someone who loves creative fighters and any of the, like soul caliber and shit like that dude i spend hours doing that shit whether it's making other characters from different games or your own you know what i mean like i, I did you ever uh you ever dabble in that at all sir or? i think i did a couple of times but i just couldn't really figure it all out like um oh hang on maybe i did but then i yeah i think i sort of I think I even sort of based my character on Kano and just called it Kaney. Like, yeah, I don't know. There was what a, I remember. So I, I, I pulled up a couple old uh, things and I had one character and apparently I made a hobo and I called him Dirty Stan and it was awesome. So <laughs> he, he shoots a wind gust. He has like this dirty like power ball. Like it looks like a floaty dust cloud. He's got a dust cloud like, I, yeah, dude. And what the hell i can't remember uh oh so the best part was his weapon was called the club of doom but his weapon style and you could totally tell this is 2006 johnny d was called blumpkins (laughs) 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 with a z mind you um nice and then there was another one and i don't even know if i should bring this up but this was uh obviously also younger 2006 big johnny d but uh i remember when me and my buddies were doing it there's there was a move set where you would do a boot stomp and it was called like it was called something like fucked up dude but it was something that would almost be like german nazi bullshit like you know what i mean like i can't so we made fucking hitler in the (laughs) 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 so we made a little guy he was super short he had that boot stomp that's where it started from it started with the boot stomp thing And then we gave him like Sector's fucking flamethrower and all this other fucking stuff. Oh yeah, dude. It was fucking uh, Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck, dude? We all got a stump. Yeah. I mean completely fucked up. I completely admit that at the same time. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's what you can do with a uh, creative fighter. Fucking make whoever the hell you want. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I need to uh, I need to see photos. You know what, dude? If I could pull up that profile, I will I will do that for you. If I could pull up that profile after this shit, dude, I'll upload them. And uh maybe I'll even bring them along for uh next week's episode, dude. We could put them up on the live version while people are watching. <laughs> Just see, uh, see what awesome. I see what Johnny D made. Um Ugh. so our last bullet point is our new our last edition is creative fatality. It's a new form of fatalities, allowing you to get many more hits on your opponent essentially at the end. However, this feature really kind of lacked everything that made a fatality great. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. This Extremely is over the top. This is where the game tanks hard for me. Yes. This is where the game just poo-poos and you're just like, what the fuck? Um, it sucks. It fucking sucks, dude. It, 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 it's stupid. It's dumb. Like it, it, it turns it into more of like a race of just how many of how many of the button combos can you get out in that amount of time, which is fine. Yep. But something about taking away from the little cinematic of just getting that sweet, sweet fucking crazy kill at the end, dude, like that's it's just gone. Some of the fatalities are just shit. Like you're punching people in the stomach and then they call it a fatality. I mean, you just did that for the last two fucking rounds. Right. Like that's all it is. Like, and you can literally go through the simplest way of literally like, so the easiest way to get a bunch off was like forward, forward, X, back, back, X, forward, forward, square, back, back, square, forward, forward, triangle. And then 
it was circle. That was always like your way to end it, whatever, whether four, four, back, back or blah, blah, blah. But even still like, okay, so you get like what you like, you rip out their liver, you rip out this, you and then you end it with a head twist. You're like, ah, man, like, yeah. So what you got like 10 extra hits on the dude, but it's like, I'd rather see a brutality more than that shit. Or I'd rather see somebody burning in acid or burning in fire or like some, you know, just something else more like, that they're suffering and not making us suffer for fucking having to sit through this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And it fucking drags on too. Like when I was watching it, I watched a couple of clips uh, yesterday of someone pulling this bullshit off on YouTube. And I was like, dude, that is fucking overkill. It definitely takes away the sting from the game. Very dismal. I didn't like it one bit. I, yeah. A hundred percent agree, buddy. hundred percent agree. So uh, let's hit these behind the scenes there, bud. Right. Uh, where are we? Armageddon. So, yeah, Armageddon uh, contains every character from all the previous fighting games, as we've elaborated on. Um, you know, even uh, not counting the adventure games such as Special Forces and Shallon Monks, uh, but by popular demand, Chameleon uh, from the Nintendo 64 port of Mortal Kombat Trilogy was added to the Wii port of Armageddon. So, you know, bringing the roster from 62 to 63 characters. Now, anybody who's played it on like the PS2 and stuff, you might be like, well, wait a minute. Chameleon's in that fucking game. You are not wrong. However, and this is, you know, whether you know it or not, there's actually two chameleons. There's a male and a female. The male starts with a C. The female starts with the K. So that's where we get our extra little character to beef it up one more on that roster. So it's a nice little addition. Yeah. Uh, in October 2006, the attorney Jack Thompson sent a letter to Midway Games demanding they cease and desist selling Armageddon, claiming that the game was illegally profiting on his likeness because gamers would use the create a fighter option to make a character who looked like him. However, he was disbarred before his case could go to trial. Well, fuck that guy for just trying to make a dime off somebody else's hard work. <laughs> fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Could you imagine the audacity to be like, well, I don't like it that they can make me in that game. It's like, yeah, dude, but I'm fighting with you. I'm not beating the shit out of you. <laughs> but I will be after this fucking trial ends. Fucking A, dude. Right? Uh, what else uh, we got, bud? So we have uh, the word hell is also not allowed, despite this being a stage in the game. Um, a mature rated game, mind you. Yeah. So how fucked up is that, dude? We're ripping we're ripping our each other's body parts off, fucking impaling each other with swords, throwing acid on each other. But we uh, we can't fucking see the word hell. I, that's fucking bullshit. That's rating boards right there, dude. That's just fucking dumb. That, uh, that's just picking and choosing bullshit at that point, dude. Like if you already got to be seventeen <laughs> to buy this fucking game, you can't see the word hell. Fuck off. <laughs> I'd secretly uh, snake the word in there, I reckon. Yeah, right? Yeah. Love it. Uh, uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon would be the last game to be released in a major Nintendo console. And that's not counting uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat on the DS. Uh, but until 12 years later, with the release of Mortal Kombat 11 on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so... Nintendo definitely went like super squeaky clean in between GameCube and like finally when the Switch came out, like because GameCube, obviously, they were still trying to be the all encompassing console. 
with their exclusives along with like PS2 and Xbox. But then like after the GameCube, man, you get the Wii and the Wii definitely goes a lot more of a squeaky friendly version. And yeah, they got, you know, versions of this game and shit too. But the Wii U, you never got anything like that. Granted, you could play the Wii games on that. But yeah, man, Nintendo didn't really do anything. And I'm sad they never got an MKX port or anything like that, dude, because I would have loved to grab MKX on the Switch. But I mean, MK11 still runs really nice on the Switch. Obviously, graphically, it's not all there. It can't be. But yep. dude, it's smooth as fuck, man. Like the, fr- the, the, the frames are still fucking insane for what they are. It's very sexy. Mm-hmm. So we have during the uh, Mortal Kombat gameplay video, uh, which players can watch in the crypt, uh, the background music used throughout the video is actually a reused song in one of Midway's classic racing games, Arctic Thunder. Sorry, I should just rephrase that during the motor combat game. <laughs> Threw you off there a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever uh, you ever get a chance to play Arctic Thunder back in the day, dude, in the arcades? <laughs> No, unfortunately, I've never ever heard of it. It was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was, I thought it was a snowmobiling game, dude, and it was pretty fun at the time. Like, they actually had like the half a snowmobile built, dude, and it actually fucking like jumped up and down. It was pretty sweet. That is pretty but, cool. And what do we got for our last one, buddy? Uh, if Jax, Blaze, Taven, or Ermac are knocked off the Sky Temple, they will yell a phrase as they plummet. Jax and Blaze will yell, oh, my God, this is not happening to me. While Taven will yell, ah, man, this is going to suck. Also, Ermac will yell, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Fucking Ermac. So Taven stole Havoc's thing from Deception. And this is another thing I'm talking about, man. The copy and paste of this game just feels so much. Um yes. The fact that we get one, you know what I mean? Like all characters are down to one fighting style and their weapon style now. Um, So you already gave us two games with a two fighting style system. We're getting used to that. And now they take it away. So that was my first, like, I remember like playing it. I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like that kind of pissed me off a little bit because it just felt like it was lacking, I guess, almost. Yep. Um, but then again, I guess I could understand because, dude, you're talking, you got 62 motherfucking characters on this fucking screen to choose from. Is that how many there is? 62 fucking. Oh, yeah. yeah as we. Yeah. Sorry. 63. Fuck. Well, 63. Uh, if you got the if you had the version with uh, community with K. But yeah, man, it's um, like I said, dude, the, 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 the character select screen is almost just like overwhelming at first because you're just like who the fuck do i pick you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> God damn. oh yeah dude i mean but the problem is with something like that especially with a creative fighter is i'm always going to create a fighter dude i want the weird dude that i just made you know what i mean like as much yeah. as i love all the other characters that we already have but fucking i all righty buddy so we are on our questions which is not bad because we're at a minute 40 or we're at an hour and 46 right now. So good to go. I think we're right around where we need to be. So first time you played it and what did you play it on? Um, PlayStation two, like always. Um, I brought it and remember pulling a Ferris Bueller. So I chucked a Siki and stayed home from school just to play it. Uh, the old girl nice. thought I was actually, yeah, she thought I was actually crook because my eyes were extremely red from playing the fucking game so much. <laughs> But um, she sort of caught on to me because I had my brother's PlayStation set up in my bedroom. So, 
Very not nice. The smartest, not the smartest, but I still got away with it. Hey, it's all matters, man. Uh, I'm right there with you, homie. I got it on PS2. Uh, and I did one thing I did like about Armageddon is Armageddon came out with all these crazy steel cases, man. And they always, you know, they had the different ones, Kano and Sonya and all that other shit. Obviously, I had to get my boy Cage and Goro just because yes. not to the 95 movie. Um, and it was great, man, because you got all this like cool shit. And if you pre-ordered it, you got a big cell with all the characters on it, which is dope. Um, and then obviously in this one, you get a nice little cell of the so shiny, the front of the gay thing. I'll put it at the side there. Um, that. yeah. And then you got an extra DVD as well with a fuck ton of comment, uh, content. Jesus Christ can't speak. Uh, and it goes through like all the different player cards. There's a bunch of interviews and shit from like all the different directors at Boone, all that good stuff. Um, I love when they always have that shit, man. Cause there's sometimes, man, when you're just playing, and you're playing, you're playing, and you get to that point, and you're just like, you know what, man? I'm just, I'm just gonna sit back, and relax, but I'm still feeling the Mortal Kombat mood. So, Fine, and, yeah, dude, you just, just take that all in. So, and when I played it, it was when it first dropped out, man. First day, I was there picking that shit up right after fucking school. So, <laughs> all righty, yeah. sir. Favorite character? Whoa, this is gonna be a tough one for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I just. Uh, I used to always just pick the randomizer, but then I picked it one day and it turned on Cabal. And I just remember I was just fucking impressed with him. You know, like you said, I could have picked a fuck ton of other characters, but Cabal, um, you know, I found his character, obviously like the last one, uh, easy to use during gameplay, but not to mention his fucking sweet appearance, like as I always mentioned. And Uh, um those extremely badass swords that he has. Fuck me. One of his fatalities in this is actually pretty fucking sick. So I'm pretty I think sure you're, th- he- you're thinking of the deception one, right? Sorry. Yes, I am actually. No, no, I, no, I know you're t- because yeah, they brought him back in deception, dude. And he was fantastic in deception, dude. And yeah, he's still great in this one, obviously like lacking one's uh, fighting style, but yeah. So yeah, Cabal for me, mate. All right. Uh, Great choice, dude. And that was cool too, especially when you got Cabal. Uh, when you fought Cabal against Movado, because obviously Movado stole his hook swords and Deadly Lions and all that good shit. Um, you know, honestly, you're probably going to hate me for this, man. But my favorite character to use was fucking Mocap. And uh, <laughs> because as we, as you, if you guys can't, can't tell already, I obviously like the over ridiculousness of the series. I, I mean, fuck dude, I was talking about Boracho earlier. You know what I mean? He's one of the most ridiculous characters out there, but here we have fucking mocap, dude, a literal motion capture, dude, just some random guy with some mocap shit on him. Uh, homage to Carlos Pensina though, obviously of all the mocap action that he did for the previous entries of the series. Um, but he was literally rated, rated the worst character in the game. And, Something about me is, dude, like, I don't know why I always like that underdog story. So I always got to go for like the shittiest person because, dude, yeah, like, yeah. listen, man, you go up into attorney with your boys and you come in rocking mocap. And especially if you spank everybody and you're at the top with mocap, dude, that's bragging rights right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you didn't come with a scorpion. You didn't come in with any of the normal mains. 
Sub-Zero, any of that shit, dude. No, you came in with fucking mocap and hit him with his weird fucking little like jizz ball fucking power shot. And <laughs> yeah, dude, like uh, fucking ridiculous, man. Like even his look, dude, like he looked kind of like striker. He just had a sweet like backwards hat. You know what I mean? Just yeah. with all like the fucking mocap balls. And yeah, this wasn't his first time seeing him, but I, I loved him in this, dude. Like he was just... It was ridiculous, dude. And I feel like honorable mention, I have to go with meat because meat was fucking also ridiculous, dude. Yeah, yeah, fucking meat. I mean, he, he had the eye was, hanging out of his fucking head and he looked like Frank from Hellraiser. Yes, he did. Like, yeah, this was a little less. Uh, I feel like both iterations of meat is literally just Frank coming back from the dead. Like the first one, he's just like a bloody skeleton. This one, he's actually a skinned person in a diaper <laughs> is the best way to say but didn't he yes. wasn't one of his moves where he'd like rip his head off and fucking roll it at you if i'm not mistaken uh, yeah i think it was actually there that you mentioned it yes <sighs> yeah dude. you are correct and then i also have to say for well not necessarily a favorite character i think the reason i just enjoyed it so much it was more of like a favorite thing of the character is just choosing onaga in the screen because of how fucking big he was on the screen. Like everybody else, even Shao Kahn, you know, Shao Kahn is fucking, he's big, but then there's fucking Onaga, which is literally like boom, double the size wings fucking out, literally covering the panels of the other characters because he's so big. Like, so I definitely gotta give honorable mention to that. Absolutely. So worst or least favorite character, buddy for okay. MK Armageddon. <laughs> Mocap. Mocap? Fair. Fair. Well, yeah. But although you did make some really fucking good points about his character, and it sort of had me backpedaling on my choice for Mo uh for Mocap. Um Yeah, I I mean I'm literally really he is the worst character. It. He's rated a two out of ten. So I mean you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. But but I I do understand where you were coming at, like as that underdog, you know, imagine seeing him at the top of the tower. You, you've just beaten like the big fucking daddy and you've got mocap there with all these little fucking balls hanging off you. And I'm like, <laughs> as weird and wacky as that is to see, I would love to see that, I suppose. And hats off to anyone that can defeat the tower with mocap. So yeah. yeah right. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just going to say mocap for me. All right, bud. Um, Worst character, dude. This is so hard because there's so many fucking characters in this game. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say my worst character for this one is the bastardized version of Motaro. Yes. Because, yeah. and I understand why they did it, and I'm glad they still kept them. You know what I mean? Like, because it wouldn't have been the it wouldn't have been right to not have them. But obviously with the, the renderware software, they couldn't get the horse body to work right. They said it looked fucking stupid. So yeah. they decided to go, obviously, a Minotaur-esque Motaro, which isn't bad. Like, he's still got a cool moveset and everything. But just the look of him, just... Yes. It's not the same, dude. You know what I mean? Like, he just... He lost so much. And they even had a bullshit little backstory that makes sense for it and everything. And I'm not going to say anything against that. I think it was like the Shokan cursed him or something like that. I'm yes. Goros that, people. That's it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say that was the worst character just because like design wise, he was just like, 
uh, what the fuck, dude? That's not Motar. <laughs> Everybody yeah, else no, looked great. Like, it looked I, like he was wearing fucking uh, <clears throat> tiger skin fucking pants or something. It just, yeah, it looked really bad and atrocious to uh, the original player. But not only that, but I feel like he was just like, I don't know, like he was kind of shorter. Like, I feel like they stood, they should have made him almost as big as like Onaga because I feel like that's how he stood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you were fighting him in MK3, dude, he was literally twice your fucking height. Yeah, so he, he was so a not fucking only, So he lost his not only his ass, his back legs, but the motherfucker shrank too. Like he just got fucked in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Curses will do that to you. Yes, they will. Fuck that, dude. Alrighty. So moving on. We are on favorite level. Jesus Christ, this is gonna be a tough one too. <laughs> we got all the fucking levels. Yeah, this was a fucking doozy. Um the wasteland for me, you know, I love seeing the dead bodies on spikes, uh, the pirate ships floating around in the background, and that castle in flames, um, like, it just looked fucking cool uh, while you're fighting, obviously, the opponent. Um, it, and it reminds me of a flashback scene in Nightbreed where the creatures are being killed off uh, by humans in medieval times, and we see their heads on spikes and stuff. So, oh, I like it. Nice Whether or not that there. was it. Yeah, whether or not that was a nod to it, um, it just it felt like a nod to it. And, um, yeah. All right. That would be for me. So you went with the – I mean, dude, Wastelands. There's so many different ones, dude. Honestly, I think I'm going to have to go back, though. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with a MK3 re- redoing of a classic. I'm going to have to go with the Subway on this one. Um, oh yes, yeah. I do like the subway. It, it, it's always been a not necessarily a favorite favorite level. Uh, yep, but it's always been an aesthetically pleasing level. And yes. I like this one a lot because obviously we get more posters in it, dude. We get fucking caged rage, so we get Johnny Cage's movie posters in it. A little bit more shit going on, you know what I mean? And yep. And then the stage fatality of it is just that much more. It's not just an uppercut into a train, dude. It's just so much more intense and. uh yeah, man, I'm gonna have to go with Subway on this one. Yeah, that is a good level. All righty. So I don't even think, well, you know what? We can't even really do this question. Favorite fatality does not exist for this one because it's a creative fatality. So it's whatever the fuck you want to do. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So unfortunately, we can't answer that one. So I think we are on, sir, our final thoughts. Yes. Sorry, just to backtrack a little bit, I did go say ahead, someone. With um, uh, was it yesterday? Like you said, I couldn't really choose the fatality for this, so I actually had to look up someone uh, recreating fatalities. And there's a Kenshi uh, sword up the ass fatality, and and so Kenshi shoves a sword up the ass, and only to come out the top of the head, which is very intense. And then when he pulls the sword back out, it looks like there is poo on the blade. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he's taken the word puppet to a whole new fucking level at that stage. So uh, I will just mention that. Like like you said, I can't pick a fatality, but I will just mention that. Word. All right. Um, yeah, sorry. Final thoughts. No, you're fine, bud. Um, like, I, yeah, this was one like you like what we were saying about before, it just had so much um, to try and wrap your head around uh, uh, with all that gameplay and that. But I, I still really like this one uh, for the fact that we get all the characters in this, you know. Um, yeah, like it, it, 
the f- the fatalities are a bit more brutal. Oh well, obviously, what like you, you conjure your own fatalities up in this, right? right, right. Yeah, um, but you know, yeah, like it's yeah, it's it's everything that we've had before, just with more, all the characters. So I still like the game overall. I think it's great. All right. Um, yeah, short and sweet, mate. I uh, it, it is, it is, Armageddon is a fifty-fifty for me. I love it yeah. because it has all the characters. There's a lot of great things in it. It has all the levels, so it gives you everything as an MK fan you're asking for. Yeah. However, it just it just didn't it just didn't give you that full complete bust. You know what I mean? Like you just yep. You just didn't get that full completion feel to it where it was just like, like I said, characters were lacking a style. Now we've already become accustomed to having three styles. So now we're lacking on that. Um, A lot of the characters didn't have newer costumes. They just had costumes ripped from the other games, which was kind of like, eh, I don't know. That was, that was also questionable. Um, Yep. Creative Fighter, great addition. Motor Combat, not needed, but also great addition. Uh, online was fun as fuck. Um, and Conquest Mode was fantastic, dude. Conquest Mode in its own right was just a great game, too. Uh, it gives you a lot of crazy Mortal Combat backstory and lore and all that shit. And it's just, yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, it's definitely not my favorite in this generation. I feel like Deception. I'm going to have to give it to for my top to, for my top out of these three. Um, But Armageddon's right there. I still enjoy playing it. It just, it was the one that killed Midway. You know what I mean? It was the one that killed Midway. And I feel like that's also kind of a part that like, I almost feel like it kind of taints it a little bit at that point. Cause at one point, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was the end of Mortal Kombat. I thought that was it. And I mean, the whole thing was called Armageddon because well, they wanted to end it off. They were like, nope, we're going to kill everything off. They could have went to new consoles with this being like 2006 and everything because this shit just literally dropped a month before PS3 came out. So we could have had Armageddon with newer graphics and stuff like that, but they didn't, Ed, Boone didn't want to do that. He wanted to just, he's like, you know what? We already started something with this era. Let's end it out and we'll start fresh when we hop to the next. One. Yep. So, in that regards, I can respect it because he's like, you know what? We're just going to push the renderware to its fucking max. We're going to do everything we can. Um, it still has an amazing intro. The intro makes me laugh and I fucking love it. Uh, it's got one of the best moments is when they're all looking up at the Temple of Argus and they see they don't even see Blaze yet. They just see the temple rise up and they're all staring there and nobody does anything. And all of a sudden, Stryker just looks at Melina and fucking just Jacks her with a fucking right. Fucking <laughs> go up to the guy. Literally the best moment of that whole fucking thing. I almost pissed myself <laughs> laughing with the first time I saw that shit. Uh, fucking fucking great. But yeah, man, we it, it, it's it was trilogy part two. It is what it is. It was it was good for its time. Um, but we have all moved on, and you know. Oh yes. They, they they have learned from their they've learned from their mistakes. They've learned from what they worked with, and uh yeah. Yeah, they um the the next games that they bring out, fuck, are pretty fucking good. I will just say, I, I'm a huge fan of the next games they bring out. Right, and leading into that, I will say, so the next game actually in the series we are not covering in the next episode, 
which would actually be MK versus DC. We're going to cover that in our episode following the next episode. Uh, when we kind of, I consider that kind of more, yeah, it is main play because technically it is the eighth Mortal Kombat, but I also consider it more of kind of like a spinoff because it's not your a traditional Mortal Kombat. So next week, uh, you can catch Brody and I at the same time right here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Look for Project Louder. Um, go check out Project Louder. If you like podcasts, man, we got a fuck ton for you. And we cover everything from horror movie reviews. Like I mentioned, uh, we, Big Bad Beetle Bros. We got them guys. They cover Big Bad Beetle Bros. Uh, Ghoulies Unflushed. We got TJ Bowser Power Hour. Where we got some great fucking interviews. You can see Brody and I on Gorenmore on Mondays with the fellas talking about horror movie reviews. We got Bob, Box Office Banter. Um, so go check out the website. Go do all that good shit. Check out the merch tab. Get some sweet fucking merch. Um, next week, we are discussing MK2011, MKX, and MK11. So we are going to be catching all up with the newer part of the franchise. Fuck yes, indeed. And I am looking extremely forward to it. Yeah, Brody and I are definitely going to be doing our research a little hard this week. Um, also, you can check out for our audio. Once again, I'm going to mention our audio episodes will be dropping on Wednesday. And you can check those out on Apple Podcasts. I saw it on Google today. Like I said, I didn't see it on Spotify, but I think it is on Audible. Uh, so you can check that shit out. Or you can re- go right to projectlouder.net and subscribe right on there. And you can catch all our podcasts and shows through that. Other than that, buddy, I think we're good, man. Absolutely. We covered a decent amount of shit today. Yeah. And, and we kept it under three hours. So we went a <laughs> no little higher still, cut. but we're at two hours. Yeah. We're at two hours and five minutes. We kept the shit as clean as we could. Hopefully this Absolutely. isn't too long for you guys. But on that note, we will see you next week. I am your fluff master supreme, Mr. Big Johnny D. See you guys later. DKB signing out. Peace out, my home skillets. Dun dum dum. Fatality.